verses 1 to 10. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfil the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone, without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And this is the word of God. once again. Great to see you all here. It is quite a full house, isn't it? Sue's not with me today. She's down representing me at a family gathering in Blacktown. So she sends her apologies. And whether I get down there or not this afternoon is another question. If you were here last week, how'd you go with your patience? Put your hand up if you're more patient this week than you were last week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about patience is, and I thought about this as I was driving home, that uh, we often say patience is a virtue. I'm not sure about that. I think patience is a necessity when you're dealing with humanity. When you're dealing with the, the world in which we live, patience is a necessity. And hopefully we'll still remember some of that as we talk today about burdens. But I just invite you to uh, join me in prayer before I begin. So I've got a strong sense that the Spirit of God is with us this morning. As usual, but just in a much more tangible way. Gracious God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence with us. We thank you for the love that you pour out to us each and every moment, even when we're not even aware of it. Father, as I come to delve into your word, I pray that you would open our ears and our hearts to all that you have for us. And Lord, may we leave here this morning knowing that we have met with the living God. Amen. So what what do you think about burdens? Do you like them? They're pretty funny things, aren't they, really? Then sometimes they're not what they seem, and sometimes they're not always um, readily recognisable. And you've probably seen, if you've travelled particularly, you've probably seen some scenes where men and women carry unbelievable loads on their backs or on their shoulders as they 
ride through crowded villages on push bikes or motorcycles or even when they're walking. And you might look on in amazement and wonder just how on earth do they do it? How on earth do such tiny people sometimes carry so much weight? But I guess what I noticed, notice about burdens is they're not always visible, are they? People may not always display this heavy weight or this load and yet still be weighed down by an invisible burden, if you like. We all have them. Whether we want to admit it or not, we've all got burdens because not everyone is in the best of health and not everyone has a huge array of talents. Not everyone is financially secure or physically fit or emotionally healthy. And if you've come today and you're not carrying any burden at all, then you're free to go home and have an early lunch. <laughs> oh, no, you don't do that because we've got to do the survey afterwards. <laughs> but you know what I mean, don't you? But for the rest of us, me included, we need to stay and hear what... The Word of God says to us today about how to handle burdens. I just want to read a couple of the verses that Barbara read for us. Verses two through to, uh, chapter 6, verses 2 to 5. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If any of you think you are something when you are nothing, you deceive yourselves. Each of you should test your own actions. Then you can take pride in yourself without comparing yourself to somebody else for each of you should carry your own load hmm. that's what the NIV says carry each other's burdens the King James version would tell us bear ye one another's burdens and verse 5 says well everyone should bear their own burden you should carry it yourself that's a bit confusing isn't it it's almost contradictory what do you do which one is it to be Lord do I bear or carry everyone else's burdens or do I do it on my own? Do I carry my own load? You see, the difference, I think, is found as it usually is with Scripture is in the original Greek language. The word for burden in verse 2 is baros, B-A-R-O-S, which means a crushing weight. So sort of similar to being trapped under a, a huge load of rubble. And verse 5, the word is portos, P-O-R-T-O-S, portos, used to describe a soldier's backpack. That's where we get our word portable from. So with that in mind, I want to just speak to you this morning around three types of burdens, I guess, or three ways in which we can look at burdens. Because I think there's burdens we share amongst ourselves, amongst one another. There's burdens we bear Burdens we have to carry on our own, and there's a burden we wear. You know, I think if we look through those three particular lenses, we'll hopefully have a better understanding of Paul's exhortations to uh, the Galatians for us, and for us rather, in 2015. A burden to share, the pain of others, carry each other's burden. Carry that crushing weight and then you will fulfill the law of Christ. But what is the law of Christ? In the Old Testament, there's 600 laws. And when you add all of the regulations of the Talmud, 
Back then, it meant that a good Jew had to remember something like several thousand laws and regulations and rules. But Jesus made it quite simple for us. He said there is only one law of Christ. And we find that back in Galatians 5, verse 14, which says, For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbour as yourself. When we apply that law of Christ to our lives, to our community, to our church family, then we're willing to share the burden of others. I think, if, you know, for instance, if we saw someone walking around or, or pushing and struggling with a loaded trolley and it's wandering all over the place, as you know they do, and I, I really wish that somebody would invent a shopping trolley that doesn't have a mind of its own. But you would like to think that you would, someone would reach out and give you a hand as you're trying to straighten it up so you're not running into everybody else's vehicles. And you would like to do that because it's a visible struggle and you can see them. You can see this, the stress and strain they're under and you almost can't ignore it. But sometimes, as I said, the burdens are visible and sometimes they're not. In the, back in, way back in Greek mythology, there's a story of King Cyphus who was sent to the underworld for his treachery. But he, um, being the type of fellow that he was, he tricked the god of death, Hades, and he escaped from his chains. So for his punishment, Zeus, Zeus gave him the task of rolling this huge boulder up a steep hill. And every time he got it close to the top, it would roll back down again. And he'd have to do it all over again. You ever felt like that with your burdens? You ever felt like that with the weights that you're carrying around? Like you, it's never going to end? It's almost like when you reach the end, something happens and you find yourself back down at the bottom of the hill. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful if someone had come along to, to this king at, at the time and, and just give him a hand and get it to the top of the, uh, of the mountain, or the top of the hill? And the story might not have ended up in Greek mythology, but I reckon this fellow would have been much happier. But people all around us, everywhere, are being affected, trying to carry a crushing load. Proverbs 18 verse 4 says, A person's spirit sustains them in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear? And what's that other saying that's uh, more contemporary? A problem shared is a problem halved. So friends, if we are in a the midst of a series on authentic relationships. Whose burden are you sharing? What are you doing with your own burden? Are you still holding on to it when you might be able to find some sense of relief and support and share it with someone else? Who amongst us is struggling under a crushing weight when we really don't have to do it on our own? Maybe it's time to unload. Maybe it's time to find that special someone that you can trust and share your burden with. So there's burdens we share. And then there are burdens that we are to bear alone. The things that are my responsibility. Paul says each one should carry his own load. And as I said earlier, the, burden, the word for burden or load there was used to describe a soldier's backpack. 
And you can imagine what would happen if you belong to a, a platoon or a troop and uh, the soldier just simply got tired of carrying your backpack, carrying your load, and you just dropped it off your shoulders and left it where it was. And everything that you needed to assist you to survive would be lost. How far would you get? And there might be occasions when uh, someone in that platoon or that troop will assist you if you're injured or you're, you're just so weary, you're unable to bear the load. But ultimately, the responsibility for picking it up and packing what you need into your backpack in such a way that it causes minimum uh, stress and strain is your responsibility. Eugene Peterson writes in the message, of, uh, or he paraphrases that verse in verse 5, he said, each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your life. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your life. See, there's things that I can't do for you and there's things that you can't do for me. I can't receive Christ for you, nor can you receive Christ for me. I can pray for you and with you, but I cannot pray as a substitute for you. You still have a responsibility to pray for yourself. The pastor cannot do ministry for you. That's our backpack. That's what we need to carry with us, all of the gifts and talents that God has given us to do the ministry that is required. We do that and we do it together. We do it alongside the pastor. But he can't do it for you. We do it ourselves. So what's in your backpack? When you sit there this morning, as you think about it, what's, what's in your backpack? Is it overloaded with bad choices? Something that you need to discard because it's not helpful in your life anymore? Maybe there's someone to assist you for a time, but again, sooner or later, you're going to have to pick it up again and you're going to have to continue your journey of faith. And we cannot... We cannot abdicate our responsibility simply because we put the wrong things in our backpack or simply because we left things out. Things that we actually need, like our time with God. We cannot abdicate our responsibility when we make deliberate choices that we know are clearly wrong and we have to wear the consequences. So the question remains... As we think about burdens we share and as we think about burdens that we, we bear alone, which are our responsibility, and we ask the question, what's in your backpack? Is there room for God in your backpack? Burdens we share, burdens we bear alone because it's our responsibility. And burdens that we wear... And friends, that is very simple. It is the yoke of Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty-eight, twenty-eight 28 to 30. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, that's the invitation. There's really not much more to say about how to handle burdens, is there? We share them. There's burdens we share. Christ extends that invitation to us all. Come to him when this journey weighs you down. And yes, we share it amongst ourselves when we feel pressed from all sides and we don't hesitate. We come to Jesus because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Burdens we share, which is why God draws us together in community, in relationship. There's burdens that are our responsibility due to the choices that we make. And we have to bear those alone, yet we do it with Christ's help. And there are burdens that only Christ can carry for us. But we remain faithful. We remain strong in hope and in prayer. That's the invitation. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my burden is easy. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, I want to... I really don't want to say much more than that. I want to leave those three things with you so you can let them percolate in your mind as you spend time with God, when you check what's in your backpack, when you look around and see someone that you can connect with and share your burden with. And you might even have an insight from the Holy Spirit about who you need to get alongside and walk a journey with them for a while. And then together you can take on the yoke of Jesus. But I want to share with you something that I read during the week. It's a, I guess you would call it a paraphrase of Psalm, uh, Psalm 23. Thanks, Dave. The Lord is my shepherd. That's relationship. I shall not want. That's supply. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. That's rest. He leadeth me beside the still waters. That's refreshment. He restoreth my soul. That's healing. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. That's guidance. For his name's sake. That's purpose. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's testing. I will fear no evil. That's protection. For thou art with me. That's faithfulness. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's discipline. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. That's hope. Thou anointest my head with oil. That's consecration. My cup runneth over. That's abundance. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's blessing. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. That's security. Forever. That is eternity. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you that you are indeed our shepherd. We are thankful, Lord, that we are your sheep and we know your voice. We thank you for those times when you speak to us 
And even in those times when we feel like we're being weighed down under the crushing load, you are still there in all that we experience. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thankfully, these burdens, as Vince said, we don't have to do this alone because God is stronger. He is stronger than anything that we can come up, that we come across. He is stronger. Sin is broken and he has saved us. Please stand and join us. See